When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is On The Tee, brought to you by Canteen Vodka Soda. Ready to drink, ready to go. Now here's your host, Anita Marks, on 98.7 ESPN. Welcome in, welcome in to On The Tee here on 98.7 ESPN. That's right, we're, uh, we've got the Byron Nelson that's taking place right now um, in Texas. And uh, this is the uh, very interesting, right? Whenever there's a tournament right before a major, you you go in and you, of course, unless you're you're quite friendly with these guys, uh, you don't know what their mindset is coming into this 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 tournament. Either uh, guys are coming in to try to win this tournament, or guys are coming in to try to fine tune their game prior to the major that's going to be played next week. And of course the major that's going to be played next week is the PGA championship at Southern Hills. So, uh, so full disclosure heading into this tournament. Um, I, uh, on our, our ESPN.com chalk site, our gambling column, uh, I picked uh, Willie Zalatoris, uh, to win this tournament, <laughs> let alone did he, is he not going to win? Uh, he didn't even make the cut, which was shocking to me considering, uh, Willie grew up on this golf course um, uh, probably has over 200 rounds easy uh, on this golf course. Uh, I read in some places he used to caddy on this golf course and uh, his metrics coming in. Uh, if if you, uh, you, you check out his metrics this season, um, you know, top it, a strokes gain on, on driving distance, um, strokes gained on, um, on, uh, on approach, um, He's having a phenomenal season. So just the mere fact that Willie Zalatoris did not even make the cut to me is shocking. Um, so um, so anyway, who are the guys that, that did come into this tournament uh, looking to win? And right now we have Munez, uh, who is at the top of the leaderboard at 21 under. Not a surprise. Coming into this tournament, uh, TPC, uh, Craig Ranch, in Texas, this is hands down one of the easiest, if the not easiest, track uh, on tour. So uh, K.H. Lee won last year uh, with uh, a score of, of, I think it was 22 under, if not more, 28 under, something like that. So the fact that these scores are so high, not a surprise. Uh, a number of guys that, of course, you see finishing in the, in the top six, um, all of them actually, oh, wow, here we go. Guys that are in the... So if you look at all, all the dudes that are right now ranked in the top 10, okay, um, <laughs> there are only two rounds. I'm looking at the leaderboard right now. There are only, there are only two rounds that, that, that are in the 70s. So Ryan Palmer hit a 70, shot a 70 yesterday on Friday, and Davis Riley shot a 72 on, on Thursday. Everybody else... From Riley, Hosler, Scheffler, K.H. Lee, Palmer, Schwartzel, Justin Thomas, Hahn, Neiman, Spieth, Munez, Munoz. Um, 
all of them are, are in the 60s. So, in fact, uh, Munoz shot a, a 60 on Thursday. Really impressive. And James Hahn shot a 61 yesterday. So, just to kind of give you an idea of just how easy this track is. Um, so, and, and some big names here that a number of people uh, are anticipating to win next week at Southern Hills. Especially Scotty Scheffler, who's won four of his last six times that he has teed off. Um, that he is, he's, he's played in tournaments. He's won four of his last six. Marinating that for a minute. The fact that he is 16 under, he's what, um, five shots back um, from the lead and has every possibility to go low. It's very difficult, as we all know, for guys on tour to win two weeks in a row. A guy who has done that before, and also what we're looking at, and I'm going with Jordan Spieth here, he's one shot back. He's 20 under on the board. Um, the last time he teed up, he won, and that was at Heritage. Um, so again, it's, it's, it's very difficult for, we don't see it that often, obviously, um, but it's really difficult for these guys to go back to back and, and win tournament to tournament. Um, but again, Spieth, when Spieth gets hot, he's hot. <laughs> and so there's a very good shot that, uh, that he can win here today. And then his game, if he continues his game and his metrics, we're going to dive into the PGA championship and, and, and do a preview of the PGA championship coming up. But, um, his game and, and how well he's playing really equates extremely well to Southern Hills. So um, so that will be somebody to look at as well heading into next week. So um, so uh, some, some, some stats here to look at in regard to Jordan Spieth and, uh, and how well he's playing in the tournament in the first three days, of course, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Um, he's second in strokes gain total as well as second off the tee third in strokes gained tee to green. And the, the only metric where he's really struggling is 16th in putting. So if he could get that flat stick working today, um, there's a chance that he could win this bad boy. And, and my eyes are on him to win it at plus 195. Um, also, you've got Neiman, who's uh, um, he's, he's 19 under, so he's two shots back um, from the lead. And Neiman is uh, plus 450 to win. Then you've got James Hahn, who again shot a 61 yesterday, shot a 69 on Thursday, a 68 on Friday, a 61 yesterday. I really like this. His odds to win are 20 to 1. Scotty Scheffler is 16 to 1, and he's five shots back. Um, and and uh, those, those are some really good odds as well for a guy who's won four of the last six times that he has he has teed up. Here's another one for you, and this is at plus money. I also like Scotty Scheffler to finish in the top five, and you could get that at two to one. So those, that's, those are, you know, you're, you're, you, there's, you're, you're like no juice there, in essence. So, um, so heading into this uh, on Sunday, again, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at Jordan Spieth, who's one shot back, um, he tees off with Sebastian at, at 1230 uh, this afternoon. Um, so, so we've got some time to get those bets in. Um, and also, I'm, I'm looking at Han, who tees off at 1220 this afternoon. His partner will be Justin Thomas, JT. Uh, the, only, the only metric where JT, JT is 18 under, so he's, he's uh, three shots back. Um, JT is, is 45th 
and stroke skiing off the tee. So that's where he's been struggling. In regard to uh, data golf and the percentage of, uh, of the probability, I should say, of these guys winning the tournament. So Sebastian is 32%. Um, Spieth is 28%. Neiman is 14%. Justin Thomas is 10%. And Scotty Scheffler is 3%. In regard to the probability of either any one of those guys winning later on this afternoon. So we'll see what happens there. Quick break. We come back. We'll hear from Jordan Spieth. We'll hear from Justin Thomas next. 98.7 ESPN. On the team. On 98.7 ESPN is presented by PGA Tour Superstore. It's golf's biggest season at your New York and New Jersey PGA Tour Superstores, the home of golf pros and beginners with the largest selection in golf clubs, men's and women's apparel, and of course, a lot more. So, like I said, looking at the leaderboard here, my eye is all over Jordan Spieth. Now, one thing that I, I, I forgot to uh, share with you when we opened up the show is uh, Spieth is from Texas. So, even though he didn't grow up on this golf course like Willie Zalatoris did, uh, Jordan Spieth knows this golf course extremely well. The fact that he's one shot back and uh, in the tournament, second in strokes gained total off the tee, third in strokes gained tee to green, where he's been struggling is 16th in putting. So again, if his flat stick shows up today, watch out. I have him winning this bad boy at plus 195. Spieth had a chance uh, to speak to the media after his, uh, his, his Saturday round. Let's listen in. All right, Jordan, uh, I want to go to your start, your second shot on 10, just sort of your mindset uh, looking at that and, and how you pulled the shot off. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know how the ball got there. I thought... Um... It kind of was directly behind the tree from the tee box, which is just very, I don't, anyway, I was, um, I could line up maybe left side of the left green side bunker, so if I could just get a good, somewhat of a strike on it, uh, I could get enough cut spin, I knew that, I just needed to carry far enough to get through the, to carry the rough. Uh, it was, I wasn't exactly sure, I, I didn't, I maybe didn't expect to hit the green, but I thought that getting it out and up near the front of the green was certainly a possibility, and I've, uh, when you spend a couple of years trying having a lot of those shots, you start to learn how to hit them. And so when you're playing better and you, you happen to be in a tough spot, you get a little, um, you've had a little more practice, I guess is the best way to put it. And you had one of those escapes last year here on 11, similar to that in, yeah, it, in the weeds. Is that, I don't remember on 11. I remember 12. On 12 the, oh yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I hit a hybrid out of there. Um, yeah, I've been, been driving it nicely. Haven't really had to worry too much about that stuff today. Um, didn't drive it quite as nice as yesterday, but I, I really don't plan on having those situations anymore. But it's nice to know um, if I'm in them, you know, we can figure out a way to get out of them. Those are always kind of the, those are the fun ones to look back on, but um, boring golf is, is certainly preferred. And overall through 36 holes, the boring golf uh, has been to your liking so far? Yeah, um, it has. I felt like I, I putted a lot better today. I, you know, I missed my last three looks. I mean, I missed a, uh, like a three or four footer on, just a bad stroke on seven, and then um, had a decent decent chance on eight for birdie and a decent chance on nine for eagle. And so certainly would have liked maybe those back to feel like, I, I mean, I felt like I um, played uh, as well as I was scoring. Um, so, you know, go back and hit a few afterwards, kind of dial it back in and, and go into the weekend and try and do the same thing I did the last two days. How do you build the courses played so far? Like, um, I, I mean, I think I said ahead of time, I thought that it would show a little more teeth than last year, and I couldn't have been more wrong. 
Um, I mean, a, a 60 yesterday and a lot of eights and sevens all over the board. I mean, it's just it's some, a lot of tees were up. It was very surprising. Like the ninth tee being up on the front box changes that. I hit seven and eight iron into that par five, and it's just designed to have to hit a shot from 250 yards. Um, so uh, obviously that's nice when you're in the situation, but um, they moved some, some par threes up too, and they moved like number two. They moved to the front of the box. Some interesting ones, and then I think they were looking at the weekend as a lot less wind. And so they used more of the easier pins the first two days because, I mean, I can only name one or two pins on this golf course that were um, not the easiest two locations that are that are on the greens. So um, maybe that's the reason why. I'm not sure. I'm a little bit surprised at, at how um, on a not-so-difficult golf course, they've also set it up a little easier for us too. Again, that's Jordan Spieth uh, speaking to the media after he shot a 64 yesterday on Saturday. Um, he is favored to win this tournament, being one shot back at plus 195. I'm definitely putting some coin on him there. Also, I'm keeping my eye on James Hahn as well. Uh, he shot a 61 yesterday, a 69 on Thursday, a 68 on Friday. And, I, and his metrics scream out to me, uh, fourth in strokes gain total, first in tee to green, as well as um, off the tee, as well as approach, uh, where he's struggling, as well as putting. He's 81st in putting. So another guy that, uh, if his putter, if his flat stick shows up today on Sunday, can really make some noise. And the fact that you can get James Hahn at 20 to 1 is pretty, pretty significant. That's for sure. Also, uh, you can get Jordan Spieth to have a better round than, uh, than Neiman, um, and that's at minus 125. Um, another matchup that I do like is Decky over Dustin Johnson, who I do believe uh, today DJ is going to use this round as a tune-up for the PGA Championship. And meanwhile, uh, Decky has been playing extremely well, um, and he is tied for 18th right now. He's 14 under. He tees off at 11.30 this morning, a 67 on Thursday, 66 on Friday, a 69 yesterday. Um, you could also wager that uh, he's going to finish in the top 10 at plus 250. And in order to do that, um, he's just uh, two strokes back. So I'm going to put some money on Decky today as well. Um, a guy that, uh, that is at, towards the top of the leaderboard you've got to keep an eye on as well is Justin Thomas, who is 18 under. He tees off at 1220 today. Uh, odds on him winning this are plus 550. Let's listen, and this is Justin Thomas talking to the media after yesterday's round. Yeah, the course is playing very easy. I think it's very, uh, very obvious and apparent of that. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of tees moved up, a lot of bullpens, and the greens are, are getting getting a little firmer, which is making it a little more challenging and, and putting a, more of a premium on hitting the fairway. But you know, you know what you're getting into when you come here. It's 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 very open. Um, a lot of short clubs and. With the greens rolling this well, you know, if you're putting it well, you can make it from about anywhere. So um, you just kind of have to just keep your head down and just keep trying to make birdies. Yeah, kind of a bumpy first nine on Thursday, and then you kind of turned a corner. What do you think changed in that stretch? You had an eagle on it. Yeah, I would say bumpy is an understatement. It was it was just flat out bad. Um, I drove it very poorly on Thursday, and I don't know. I just I, I think after three weeks off, I was just a little rusty. I think I had a hard time kind of getting back into it, and um, – which is why I'm here. I mean, I'm here to to kind of knock off some some rust and 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 get my game trending in the right direction going into the PGA next week. 
specifically today was uh, the 64 as clean as the card uh, says it was? Yeah, I drove the ball, uh, you know, well today. The fairways I missed were, were very, very close. Um, I, I was very stress-free. You know, I had a couple putts in the background I felt like I could have made, but um, I'm just not doing anything special, you know. It's, I'm, not, I'm, I'm definitely not playing. I'm far from my best stuff. I'm just I'm managing my game well and understanding – you know, that if, if I don't have a club that I like or if I'm not feeling comfortable on the tee shot, maybe take a little less or, or, or make sure I miss it on the side that is a good angle into the green or the pin or whatever it is. So, um, yeah, so, I mean, it, it, sometimes it's fun when you're able to be in contention in a tournament without your best stuff, and, and that's where we're at right now. Just marinating that for a minute, uh, Justin Thomas tied for fourth, 18 under, shot a 68 on Thursday, 66 on Friday, a 64 on Saturday. Uh, playing, just uh, trying to get the rust off, and not necessarily playing with his best stuff, but still tied for fourth and uh, and and in contention to win. If you want to put some money on him, uh, that's at plus five fifty. Not sure if I'm going to do that, considering, I mean, he was very honest and very straightforward that uh, his goal here is is to really uh, get ready for next week, uh, which is the PGA Championship at Southern Hills in Oklahoma. So some interesting. Uh, so just a just to kind of. Uh, take a take a a look ahead because this is our second major of the season and some big news this week in regard to Phil Mickelson who uh withdrew this week um so he will not be there to defend his title Phil Mickelson as we know won the PGA championship last year so a lot a lot of the reason why he withdrew is uh because of what's going on with the PGA uh the PGA tour and and the Saudi uh league uh that's uh, trying to um, <clears throat> have a number of these guys play. Um, and, and we'll get into that a little bit later on in the show. But, um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, so Phil will not be there to defend his title. Who are some of the players, um, golfers, that the majority of people are looking at to make some noise next week? at their Hills, Scotty Scheffler, John Rahm, <clears throat> Rory, Spieth, Cam Smith for sure, who's had a phenomenal season. Lowry, um, <clears throat> some of the metrics you want to keep an eye on at Southern Hills, driving distance, driving accuracy, greens and regulation, scrambling is going to be really important, putting is going to be important, um, and wins are expected. So quick break, we come back, John Muscari will join me, we'll get his thoughts on the Byron Nelson in uh, McKinney, Texas, and that's where uh, the Byron Nelson is being played. Guys are going to start teeing off around 11 a.m., and it looks absolutely gorgeous. Not a cloud in the sky, 85 degrees. Winds only at 10 miles an hour. Uh, as as the, the day progresses, it gets up to 13, but no more than 13 miles an hour. And uh, no rain, very little wind, and so it looks like excellent golfing conditions for the fellas uh, over there in Texas. So it's time for Inside the Numbers, brought to you by Teza. John Mascari, head pro at Alpine Country Club, joins the show now. John, welcome in. Good morning, good morning. How you doing? I'm good, Anita. Good morning. Um, all right, so so let's dive into the Byron Nelson and, and what's going on. Um, you know, we, we, we just played a clip from Justin Thomas uh, talking to the media after his uh, Saturday round where he shot a 64 and uh, was, was very transparent and very honest that really he was off for three weeks, so he was using this tournament just to kind of brush off the webs and fine-tune some things. And the fact that he's tied for fourth and just a, a few shots back, uh, three shots back, he's sitting at 18 under, is pretty magnificent. 
um, shot a 68 on Thursday, a 66 on Friday, a 64 on Saturday for somebody who came in not necessarily trying to win this tournament, uh, but just to get ready for next week. In looking at this board, what stands out to you? Well, the first thing I noticed is the amount of scoring. I mean, this is we talked about it last week coming in that you know this 25 under was the scoring record last year, and it was a wet golf course, so you can throw darts at these pins, and it's not so much the case this year. But wow, I mean, if you like birdies, this is the tournament to watch. And if you need a confidence boost, this is the tournament to play in. 69 eagles in three rounds. Can you believe that? I mean, you, you set perfect scoring conditions coming in today. I personally think that that scoring record is in jeopardy once again this year. These guys are going to go low once again. Uh, great playing. Um, the golf course is playing firm but easy. It's accessible. And we saw it all week. We saw 60, 61, 62, 63. These guys are shooting unbelievable rounds. And it's it's a dogfight all going to be all the way to the end. And, and who could throw up another 64 or 65 today to, to win this thing? Yeah, uh, my money is on Jordan Spieth, and you could get him to win this. He is favored at plus 195. Uh, this is his home state. We know how well he plays in Texas. Also, uh, for the first three days, he's second in strokes gained total, as well as off the tee, third in strokes gained tee to green. Uh, where he's been struggling is he's 16th in putting. So if his flat stick gets active today, watch out. That's who I have my money on. And also, I'm going to throw a little bit of coin on James Hahn, who's 18 under, um, he's three shots back. Uh, he's going to be playing with Jason Thomas later on this afternoon. They tee off at 12, 12.20. He shot a 61 yesterday. And in this tournament, his metrics are the best. He's first in strokes gained tee to green, off the tee, on approach, fourth in strokes gained total. He as well has been struggling with his putter where he's 81st uh, in, in regard to the first three days. So another guy that if his putter gets hot, Watch out. Um, he's a guy that can win this as well. And, uh, and again, you could bet that he's going to win this at 20 to 1. So that's where my money's going to flow. Who are you looking at to possibly win this today? Well, let's look at the, the leader, first of all, uh, Sebastian Munoz, who shot a 60 in the opening round. He's been the leader for the first three rounds. What I love about his game, especially this week, is his greens in regulation. He's hitting 16 greens in regulation twice. And the other round, he hit 14 greens. So when you're doing that you're not giving strokes back to the field, right? You're putting for birdie. You're putting for eagle. If you make it, awesome. If you don't make it, you're not going to lose strokes. So he's picking up strokes that way. The only issue I have with him is that there's so much great talent sitting right behind him. You know, there's almost like there's blood in the water, and you've got a couple of big sharks behind him. You brought up Jordan Speed, 64 yesterday in round three. He's been putting some effort in with the putter, and it's starting to show off a little bit. And what a better time than right now. He's gaining strokes putting in every round and looking to really get primed and ready to go for the PGA next year. As we know, he needs that one more major title to complete the career grand slam. And that's kind of been a forgotten story, but this is a great opportunity for guys, especially going into a major to feel comfortable going low, feel comfortable making a lot of birdies. And I think we're going to see that today. As far as a value pick, I like KH Lee. Uh, he's at 35 to one. He's a defending champ. He's only four back. If he gets a putter going today, watch out. He knows the golf course, obviously. And I feel like there's not as much pressure maybe on him, believe it or not, as, even as a defending chance, that he can maybe fly a little bit under the radar and post five or six under today and get in there. Again, John Mascari, head pro at Alpine Country Club, joining us here on On the Tee on 
ESPN. Let's take a look forward. Next week is the PGA Championship at Southern Hills. I think I've asked you this before. Have you played Southern Hills before, John? No, I haven't played there. You have not. So, so the metrics no. uh, that uh, I'm and I've, I've already started, you know, doing my deep dive. Um, uh, driving distance is imperative, um, especially those that have won the the last few tournaments, whether it's on the uh, the 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 uh, senior tour, PGA tour. Who's ever won here has um, finished has has come in ranked top ten in driving distance, and so right now, um, it, it, heading into this season, that's Cameron Champ, that's Rom, that's Rory, it's Vegas, it's JT, it's Wood. Well, actually, uh, it's Champ and Rom are and and Rory are top ten. Ve actually, Vegas. So I stand corrected. Vegas, Rory, Rom, Champ are top ten. JT is at 14. Woodland is at 15. Driving accuracy is important. Greens and regulation are important. Rom ranks first. By the way, Cam Smith ranks fifth. Scrambling, really important here. Um, and uh, Lowry ranks first. JT is tied for sixth. Spieth is tied for 13. And putting, because there's a lot, a lot of edge roll-offs on this course, so putting is going to be really, really crucial uh, and Cam Smith ranks fourth. So I'm looking at Cam Smith in regard, again, this is just the metrics that I've been, uh, I've been researching. So I'm looking at Cam Smith, again, greens and regulation and putting. Uh, he ranks in the top five. I'm also looking at Rom, driving distance, he's third. Greens and regulation, he's first. Those are two guys that really stand out to me in regard to the metrics needed to win here. Uh, what were your thoughts coming into this tournament? Yeah, I think you're spot on with talking about greens and regulation, um, especially in majors. It's so important for these guys to give themselves looks. And that's why you got to love Rom. He's always around. If, if he, even if he's missing the green, he's, he's not missing it by much. He's very solid with his irons coming in. Um, scrambling is obviously very important in a major as well. But, man, it's really tough to not look at Jordan Spieth, the way he's playing this week, the way he's coming into this tournament playing so well um top 10 in most of those categories that you mentioned really priming himself um coming could be maybe three wins in a row if he wins this week after uh, after winning the other time and it's going to be a great Heritage. tournament it's a classic classic golf course um i think people are excited for it um but rom i like that i like speed you know i, I was i've been big on victor hovland but i'm trying i'm trying not to fade him right now but I'm going to stick with him a little bit. I put a bet in on him early, and we'll see. It's going to be a great tournament. Look forward to seeing it um, and really showcasing the PGA of America and the PGA Championship. You know, we, we, we talk about speed, extra motivation, right, to complete the Grand Slam of, of majors, and, and this is the one that he is missing. Um, on top of the fact, how, how difficult is it, John, to win, you know, twice – in a row, let alone three times. It's just we know he won heritage. There's a good shot that he wins today, and then you know, then does that make you, does that make you want to run to the window to put money on Spieth to possibly win the PGA Championship? It would be three in a row, or does it make you want to fade him because of the unlikeliness that that, that golfers win three in a row? I don't know how you can fade him if you win this week, coming going back to back and playing some of the best golf on the planet. Um, I think he's super motivated to, to finish off his career at Grand Slam. Um, it, it, I can't say, but it's like a forgotten story. 
Right? We always talk about Rory winning the Masters, complete the Grand Slam, and you forget that Jordan Spieth needs the PGA. And go back to 19 where he wasn't really playing well, and he ended up finishing third. And then 2020, again, not playing well coming into the tournament. Uh, the COVID kind of kept the focus off it. And the focus off it off of him is true right now with all the Phil and Tigers talk. And he's coming in winning possibly two tournaments in a row, the hottest guy on the planet. How would you want to fade him there? I think he's hungry to win this. I think he's hungry to get his name back in the, in the top when we talk about the best golfers. And it's close to home. It's in Oklahoma. He knows the conditions. Obviously, he knows the golf course. I, I can't see how you – I would run to bet money on Jordan Spieth. Um, again, John Mascari joining us. That's Inside the Numbers, brought to you by Teza. Stay focused and feel energetic with Teza nutrient pouches placed between your cheek and gum. No tobacco, no nicotine, no calories in seven flavors. Visit TezaEnergy.com. Make sure you use the code ANITA25, A-N-I-T-A-25, for 25% off your first order. Again, TezaEnergy.com. Anita 25 for 25% off. John, hopefully you have received your package. I know we reached out to the Tiza folks to make sure that uh, you get some Tiza for your club there at Alpine Country Club. Uh, before I let you do let you go, let, let's talk about uh, another big storyline this week, and that's the fact that Phil Mickelson withdrew from the PGA Championship, uh, so he will not be there to defend his title. And uh, a lot is happening with him and the PGA Tour and LIV, Live, the, uh, the uh, Saudi league that, that that's uh, trying to get going and and whatnot what are your thoughts about phil withdrawing it's sad it's, it's really sad that the defending pga champion cannot be in the field and has withdrawn for this reason you know a little different if he was hurt or something but i i just i think you can't put the toothpaste back in the tube really for phil i think a lot of stuff has come out with him in the past few months and He's whether he's trying to do damage control and feels that playing in this tournament would bring too much negative press to him or to the PGA of America, and he feels that maybe just not being there would um, be better for whomever the champion is. Out of respect for them, I just wish uh, wish he would he thought a little bit more with what he said in uh, the months past. But listen, he's going to have to do uh, what he has to do and get back in the good graces of the golfing public and the golfing media, and then see what happens. Listen, he's made a lot of enemies the last few months, and I think this is an opportunity for him to just step aside, take the focus off of him, which it certainly would be on, bring it to the champion, whomever it may be. You know it's going to be talking about Tiger a lot there as well. So probably the right decision if you ask me, but it's an unfortunate one. Uh, John, thank you so much for spending some time with us this morning. Really do appreciate it. My pleasure. Have a great Sunday, everybody. You got it. John Miscarry joining us here at 98.7 ESPN. There's uh, also a lot going on with that Saudi uh, league, um, LIV, L-I-V. Uh, Tuesday was the deadline for PGA Tour members to request um, a release in for them to play in that Saudi league in those events. Their first one is coming up in June in London, and um, and those requests were denied. Um, the Saudi group said that 170 players requested the opportunity to go play in London um, 19 of and, and this is this is what's being reported 19 of the 170 were players in the top 10 six of the 170 uh, were players in the top 50 um, as of course we know Phil Mickelson 
Lee Westwood, Sergio Garcia, we know for sure those are three players out of the 170. So, um, you know, there's, there's a chance now, there's this line now that has been drawn in the sand for sure. Uh, and, and what happens now? Um, this is really going to get interesting because um, now that the PGA Tour has said no, um, you cannot play in this event. Um, what if a player does go play? There's a chance that they will be forever banned um, from playing any PGA Tour event. Of course, that doesn't include the majors, but uh, we don't know what the USA, um, the USGA has uh, will decide to do there. But at the end of the day, this is an illegal monopoly um, that is being created by the PGA Tour. Agree with it or disagree with it, um, it's uh, the whole situation is 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 pretty sad. Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. If you want to chime in on what's happening with the PGA Tour in the Saudi League, love to hear your thoughts. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.